just going to record it here. Uh, now, I just want to say welcome to my friend Daniel Trendaka from Indonesia. And, and Daniel, uh, where are you right now? Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm now in Yogyakarta. I'm uh, in a small city in the, uh, like in the center of the island of Java, like central south, um, about 400 kilometers from the capital city of Jakarta. Now, uh, of course, this coronavirus has uh, taken off all around the world and your, your job is the, it, it, it's the president of the Churches of Christ in Indonesia, isn't it? That's your job? Yes, that's my job currently, yes. So how are the Churches of Christ preparing to respond to this in the churches around Indonesia? Um, well, firstly, it's kind of kind. It's kind of sudden event, I would say. Like this, this pandemic, a uh, little bit caught us in surprise. I mean, as a nation, um, for our church, when we found out that some of other churches leader have been have been infected by this virus, we then started to uh, gather using our uh, internet connection and and we have like like short little discussion whether we need to keep continuing have a meeting or i mean by service in the week or in the sunday and because church of christ is like independent church and so we as a as a conference leadership we decided then to say look we encourage you to stay at home and try to use to, to utilize technology and then uh, and try to have this what you call social distancing or mm. just to minimize the the physical encounter between uh, those in the leadership and also those in the congregations some of the churches nationwide so we have around 220 churches in 27 provinces of Indonesia and some of the churches in the remote area they they decided to still have the service uh, but most of us decided to have holiday mm. uh, meaning that we have service through online yeah. uh, as, a, as a church we we have this kind of effort to what can we to help government or, or what can we do to help those in the front lines and other people involved but probably because of what should I say the pace of this epidemic uh, this ep pandemic is so like so fast and like mm. spreading spreading in really high rate how that's how I see it that churches especially Churches of Christ, took some time to com comprehend the, the quick shifting from, you know, normal life, people going anywhere, all of a sudden you need to 
kind of confine yourself, isolate yourself in the house. So yeah. it's like a like a few weeks of few weeks of try to uh, digest the reality that we are facing, and then by grace of God, we then uh, local churches then decided to have their own way of supporting people. Uh, some people like buying some protective mask and protective suit to, to for doctor and give them freely to the hospitals and hmm. for example we supported those in 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 remote Sulawesi and Celebes Island we have a lot of dentists mission dentists in the front line and it's very expensive for them to to have this kind of protection suit and google mask or whatever things necessary to protect them and so by grace of God we can send not, not much money, but we can send some. And so yeah, basically digest. Maybe some are were shocked by, by the really fast shifting of the reality that, that they are facing. But eventually, uh, we think about us as a nation, us as a church, to mm. help and supporting each other. And the good thing is also that we we not we're not trying to be hero, right? We we know this is the job of the doctor and nurses. Yes. So we send send help, send resources, and it's so easy right now with 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 internet. So we stay at home and make sure uh, every doctor and nurses that have been in our network uh, receive the the help. So yeah, that's basically what we are doing till now yeah so so how is how is it going in indonesia generally is it does it feel like it's becoming a very very big problem in indonesia yes it is big problem in indonesia but the thing is i think it's part of the culture of our indonesian culture we 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 have the culture of Perhaps like Australian, it should be alright. <laughs> so until until then, a lot of casualties, a lot of people uh, like lost their jobs, and but we, for example, I just saw in the other day people because I live in a in a quite a rural area, not not so much in town, but not so much in the village, kind of in the middles, and I saw a lot of people still around going to the market and but they also know that it is we have we have somebody infected in our camera they're still doing the job so in some way we we know this is big we know this gonna explode if we're not doing something different but somehow people just uh, just want it to be normal, I guess. But the government's mm. been working really hard. Really, really hard. I really appreciate our president uh, mm. try to mobilize, try to unite people. And, you know, in every nation, some politicians try to take advantage of this situation and try to um, not really appreciating the effort that our president has been doing. So that's mm. happened also in here. 
and we we expect that the the pandemic will will last until the end of May probably, which is a bit tricky for our culture because that's I think the end of Ramadan and people mm. want to go from different places nationwide, from the town and going back to the village and have a reunion with the families. So that's part of the challenge culture-wise. Mm. Yeah. So we still here. Oh, here we go. Um, so, uh, so if if I'm hearing you right, there's two things. For the churches, they were caught by surprise, really, and they're only just starting to work out how to respond now. And for the nation, it's, it, it's people are still wanting it to be normal. So uh, there's a real danger that in in wanting to to do normal things, it'll actually get worse. Yes, 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 exactly. So, Daniel, how's it been for you and your family? <laughs> for uh, for me and my family, um, yeah, for, for me, my wife and my son, uh, my son is only one year old and he usually will go with us uh, you know, going out and not really visiting some places. We just enjoying going inside our car and let my son see the world inside from his baby chair inside the car. And I can sense that he's a bit restless. He he's maybe he's only one year old, but he he kind of really he he feels that the thing is not like it used to be. Um, so he destroys a lot of things in our house, <laughs> which is a bit fun to watch, sometimes frustrating as well, especially for my wife. Um, but um, we, we also experienced that. For example, when I think it's about three weeks ago, no, exactly from, uh, for about five months ago when we heard about that the COVID-19 had entered Singapore, and then our Minister of Health say, uh, we, should, we should be thankful that nobody is in Indonesia is infected. And we kind of, you know, all right, the government say it's okay. And we say it's, that's fine. So then um, we're still doing our work. I'm still teaching in Salatiga, going back and forth there. And my wife still going to the market. And we also have ministry in some churches, but then when when we when we realized that about four weeks ago, when the government mentioned about two people got infected in Jakarta, then we realized we need to do something. Uh, um, yeah, we we were a bit shocked too because you know the TV, the news keep on uh, broadcasting about the casualties, about coronas, and all of a sudden, uh, media changed, changed their focus, shifting from whatever they're usually broadcasting into, into corona, into virus, hmm. uh, into this pandemic. Uh, the first, first week, a bit difficult for me personally, as a, as a husband, as a father, 
um, and also churches still, you know, at that time still fighting whether it is wise, it is wise to, you know, to keep doing the service or we, we will put it into, into holiday, something like that, or to, to it online. So mm. I'm kind of juggling between family and the leadership nationwide and also mm. people in the, in the church, local church that I need to look after. But then, yeah. but I think, I think uh, the situation like this also brings the, bring the best out of people. Sometimes mm. it also brings frustration, but also mm. bring the best out of people. People then starting to, you know, doing this creative stuff try to protect their family. So I, I'm kind of re, uh, kind of doing some research as well. So what kind of virus is this? Rather than what media try to emphasize based on their fear and maybe hoax or something like that. So I'm, I'm doing some research how this, this particular virus, virus spreading out, whether it's airborne or whether it's uh, contagious through, through kind of fluid or something. And then I realized, well, I need to stop listening to the media. I need to focus on my family, focus on my calling, to, uh, ministering to the Lord, uh, importantly. And, and yeah, things a bit different right now. I'm, I don't know about my wife, but me, myself, start to uh, enjoying stay at home, doing a lot of work from home. Uh, mm. Bit bit frustrating because I love teaching and I love have a connection with my students, uh, have feedback, uh, kind of interact with them. Uh, and the first two weeks bit frustrating because of technology. But right now I just uh, I, I I think I accept that as a the way it is right now that God allow us mm. to experience. And yeah probably even though this is maybe not the best the best time in the mm. world but uh probably we also need something like this i think so that like i said before to bring the best out of us and also to to remind people that uh, there's there's there 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 is thing and also a lot of things that we cannot control and yeah. that's where we can rely on the lord um, yeah. yeah, and that's how I see it as as a family. Yeah. And my dad, of course, my father is my father and my mother. This is funny. I think I need to tell you this. We in our church, in the Church of Christ, there's a lot of older generation, but also a lot of younger generations. And we younger generation tend to be like really, um, really open themselves into the the media, really doing their own research. And uh, for example, my dad and my mom, they still wanted to have service. And um, I was kind of, look, come on, this is, we are, we are in a pandemic right now. Why you still want to have service? <laughs> so we have this kind of little conflict. And we also have somebody uh, as a member of congregation pass away. And he passed away, I think only a week after, after government announced officially there that there were two people infected mm. and and as a pastor of course i need to look after uh the family and also i need to lead the the funeral uh my flesh said 
whoa, <laughs> this is a bit scary. And you know, people in Java, uh, like they gather, they come from different places and uh, sit together. There is no social distancing in the village met it that's something foreign and and we also you know it as a part of the culture if someone passed away we need to to wash the body the corpse and also to put the suit put the shoes so i did that with the with the help of other people but i said well lord this is this is your will somebody pass away so it means that i'm not trying to doing something stupid i'm just doing uh i'm doing my love to him to the mm. family so then i just give it to him and then well, praise god i don't feel uh i don't feel any symptoms right now so, uh, so yeah so that's the thing sometimes we need to deal uh yeah. something like that and so- yeah uh, so in, here in of, Australia, they're talking about how we operate in our culture and churches. Yeah, in here. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here in Australia, they're talking about it going for maybe even six months or twelve months. We're having to lock people down. I, I hear you saying that wow. if it, if it goes that long in Indonesia, it really will become a problem. Oh yes, absolutely. Like. Uh, I think because we have port, the largest population in the in the world, and because a lot of poor people, and if if they keep doing this for the next twelve months, ah, uh, I think God only knows what's happened. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it will be difficult. I think for Indonesia. Yeah. Generally, maybe, are people, maybe. Sorry. Generally, are people happy with how the leaders are handling it? Ah, uh, yeah. Yes, I would say, generally speaking, they they they're pretty happy and they they trust the government because there's some some opposition try to you know because because other countries decided to have total lockdown and but but now you see yourself that how other nation like italy and india uh it's now become chaotic and a lot mm. of a lot of violence happen so people people who initially opposed to the idea to withhold the lockdown started mm. to see ah our leader took the the good wise mm. decision to not to really have a local lockdown, a uh, total lockdown, yeah. Hmm. So, do you think the, there'll need to be more restrictions in Indonesia soon? More restrictions, did you say? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, look, I, I think there's some... Govern, our government might be, might be a little bit slow when the when when they found out that Singapore had been contacted by by COVID nineteen, yeah. and but having seen how they doing right now and um, how the economic well we have really bad economic right now as well, but mm. yes we need to do more restrictions. 
or else people just gonna see this as something not really 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 dangerous people just oh yeah i'll be all right you know but you know you you'll be maybe you you feel all right but you'll be a carrier of the virus um because for example in jogja we just three days ago we had about maybe 1000 to 10000 people return from jakarta uh, because Jakarta, the, the jobs has been closed down. A lot of business centers has been closed down. And therefore, a lot of people who work there decided to return home. And mm. that, that caused a lot of problems because people, because Jakarta is the worst right now in Indonesia. And people in Jakarta, and then because they closed down the business and, and a lot of restaurants and all the mall, and people from outside Jakarta return home, and it actually accelerate the spreading out of the virus hmm. uh, in 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 the rural area, and, and also in Jogja, where ten thousand people just returned from Jakarta. Yeah, hmm. restriction need to be to be applied. Yeah, in in a in a wise way, I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's sounding from everything you're saying, like Indonesia is still coming to terms with the, the, the nature of this pandemic and people are still adjusting to the idea of what it may mean. Yes, um, like, like I said before, I think the, the younger generation and the government, I think they realize what it is, they realize whatever necessary plan and prohibition and and strategy they've been using that to to deal with this but people especially in the in the rural area in the villages in the islands because we have many many islands they they don't really comprehend what it is they they only they only fully comprehend until some some casualties maybe happen. For example, I just heard from my friend in Sumba, uh, people in the in the market they still you know because Sumba the way they greet each other they kiss their nose to each other mm. they're still doing that. They still have mm. they still have celebration when somebody somebody got married or somebody graduated mm. and they still slaughter animals. Like that. Hmm. So yeah, well, I'm not sure whether they're still coming to term or whether they want to have this uh, maybe irrational way of seeing things or they're just hmm. in denial. Um, I'm not really sure. But my, my guess is they just maybe, because the nature of it is spread out, the islands and it's quite difficult to you know, it's it's easy to spread out information, but to spread to, to spread out awareness is to. I think they are two different things. Yes. So it really does sound like uh, Indonesia is in some serious danger if this thing really takes off, because there'll be a lot of people uh, who are susceptible to catching it. Yes. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So how how do you lead a whole de, a whole denomination of churches in a moment like this? What 
how are you trying to lead them in it? Uh, so, so we mainly communicate through social media uh, nationwide. So I, I decided with the leadership that because Church of Christ, well, we, 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 we initially wait, waited and waited until um, whether this is something that we need to really, really prepare ourselves as a church or we, did, or we just doing things as normal. Hmm. But I think few, five days after the first contact with two, two Indonesian citizens got infected, we, we then uh, eventually realized that we need to do something. And so I, we, dis, we, we sent send out letters to uh, region leader. It's like a, so every, every, every region, for, for example, Sumatra have their own leaders, West Java, Central Java, East Java have their own leaders. So, so we sent out letters saying, this is how you do this and do, do things. And should you still decide it is wise to have service, we, we strongly recommend to, to put, uh, you know, like to be, to, be, to be off for now. And if you have, when, I, when we try to have like a total holiday for all, all the islands, some of the leaders said every government, re, regional government have their own policy. Hmm. Well, I said then, well, follow what your government say and make sure you, you cooperate with them. If, you, if the government say, you know, if the government say you need to, to, to close your church for now, do it. Uh, without hesitation, but the government says okay, do it. But social distancing, hand sanitizing, and all that requires to to protect the member. So yeah, so basically most of us have an online service right now, and we're still connecting, talking, and and see whether we can help each other. Yeah, a bit interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Well, mate, it, it's good to hear. It, I, it feels like at the moment, the reason I'm having these conversations is it's, uh, it's important for us here in Tasmania to, to remember that there is a whole world out there and we're all facing the same challenges and we're all facing them in different ways. And, uh, and I, so I, I was keen to talk to some of my friends who are in different places about how it's going in their place. Mm. Yes, absolutely. We are part of the world, and it's good to hear from each other. Exactly. Uh, so, thanks for thanks for having this conversation, Daniel. It's my pleasure, Matt. Thanks. Thank you for having me.